us join together in the litany of invitation and confession printed in your order of service. Our church's youth and Bereans are excited to lead worship. What we say and pray today comes from our hearts and our lives. The words we use may be a stretch for some, even as the words of worship every week are a stretch for some of us. So today, let us worship God together as we watch and listen for the ways God is at work close at hand and in galaxies far, far away. Old and young, we are all troopers for justice within God's universe, celebrating the gifts God has given us. We open our hearts to our neighbors and those far, far away. God gives us the choice to be trained like those Jedi of lore, in the ways of focus, discipline, and light. Together our force is stronger than it is far. But we confess we do not always join together in focus and discipline, seeking the light of God's justice for our world. All people in the galaxy and all the people of Northside Drive Baptist Church, God loves us and knows us. God has forgiven us. Let us raise our voices as a force Welcome to the worship of God at Northside Drive Baptist Church on this beautiful Lord's Day and this good place for worship. As we worship today, we will be led by the youth and by the tweens class, which we call the Bereans. And uh, one, Sunday a month, one Sunday a year, the youth lead in our service. Now, maybe it's just me, but I'm not sure there were another, there's another church in the Atlanta area who is called to worship regarding the Jedi of lore, or the force of God, or the, the troopers among us, but you could tell that their fingerprints are on this, and like Bo read, that um, today comes from their hearts and their lives, as do uh, our worship together. So welcome to this place of worship. As we worship today, we hear scriptures read. Some of them will be about uh, the, the ministry of youth and youth ministry, led by uh, Jeffrey Dunkerley, who is our uh, director of youth and young adult ministries. So as the young people lead us, we open our hearts to hear God's word speak to us. Also, some of you may be guests among us today. Know that you're welcome in this place. There is on the edge of your order of service uh, a welcome card. If you're a guest today, take a moment to complete that and drop it in the offering plate. It'll help me connect name and, and face with you. Also, for anyone who has a prayer request, place that on the, uh, the sheet as well. It's an honor for our staff and for our deacons to pray for you by name and by need uh, this week. So, we open our ears as well as our hearts as we experience the Word of God together. Welcome. The psalmist praises the Lord for paying attention to all human beings. A reading from the Psalms. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name throughout the earth. You made your glory higher than heaven. From the mouths of nourishing babies, you have laid a strong foundation because of your foes. In order to stop the vengeful enemies, when I look up at your skies, 
at what your fingers have made, the moon and the stars that you set firmly in place. What are human beings that you think about them? What are human beings that you pay attention to them? You've made them only slightly less than divine, crowning them with glory and grandeur. You've let them rule over your, all your handiwork, putting everything under their feet. All sheep and all cattle, the wild animals too, the birds in the sky and the fish of the ocean, everything that travels in the pathways of the sea. Lord, O oh Lord, how majestic is your name throughout the earth. Here ends the first lesson. Now let us say our prayers. Loving God, you are present among us throughout our lives. Guide us, give us strength and endurance for all that is to come. Help us feel your presence in all that we do. School, church, hanging out with those around us. May we follow your example and love our neighbor as you have loved us and share it with all people of all ages. In Jesus' name, amen. The writer encourages young people to set an example for everyone. A reading from the first letter of Timothy. Command these things, teach them. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Instead, set an example for the believers through speech, behavior, love, faith, and being pure in body. Until I arrive, pay attention to public reading, preaching, and teaching. Don't neglect the spiritual gift in you that was given through the prophecy when the elders laid hands on you. Practice these things and live by them so that your progress will be visible to all. Focus on working on your own development and what you teach. If you do this, you will save yourself and those who hear you. Here ends the second lesson. Girls and boys, you can join us at the front. All right, and Pastor Daniel's going to get an offering plate. So y'all can give him your offering. I'm so glad to see all of you. How are you today? Are y'all good? Good. I have a question. Who knows what a slogan is? I have no idea. Anybody know what a What is it? It's like some sort of saying that's kind of catchy. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. So what are some slogans in our world? Some common ones. One call, that's all. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> what about Nike? What is theirs? Just do it, right? <sighs> what? How about Buzz Lightyear's? What is his slogan? To infinity and beyond, right? Yeah. yeah, so he believes exploring beyond... Normal bounds is so important. Yes, that's right. Did you know our church has a slogan? Yeah. Our slogan is inclusive, inquiring, involved. Yeah. So what does it mean to be inclusive? What's it it mean to be inclusive? You include everyone. What about inquiring? Not just for like, not just ask questions, but for the Yeah, asking questions, maybe hard questions. What about involved? What does it mean to be involved? Yeah, to be um, like in in something. Yes, being a part of something. That's right. Yes, that's right. So, did you know that Jesus had a slogan too? He told lots and lots of stories. He did die, yes. But he told lots and lots of stories to lots of people. And and then then he got alive. Then he came back alive, that's right. (laughs) He 
So Jesus told lots of stories, and one story in particular he told to the disciples. And he said, love one another. That was Jesus' slogan, to love one another. He thought it was so important for his disciples to love everyone, to love others. And it's important for us, too, to love other people. Our friends here, friends around the world, friends in our classes, people that we don't know, it's important for us to show them love. Our teachers, too, yes. How can we show people love? You can give them a gift, yeah, Maggie? Take care of them. Take care of them. How can you show them love? Um, hug them. Hug them. That's a great way. All of these are ways that we can show people love. And that's what Jesus wants. Yeah, how else? Playing. Playing with them. That's great. So hide and seek. Yes, hide and seek is a great way to play. All right. So let's remember that this week. Let's try and love others. Okay? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for the love that you show us. Help us to love others as well as you love us. In your name we pray. Amen.
Jesus declares the kingdom of God does not forbid children, for it belongs to people like them. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. People were bringing children to Jesus so that he would bless them, but the disciples scolded them. When Jesus saw this, he grew angry and said to them, Allow the children to come to me. Don't forbid them, because God's kingdom belongs to people like these children. I assure you that whoever doesn't welcome God's kingdom like a child would never enter it. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's hard to believe Youth and Brian Sunday is here. It does not feel like a year has gone by. It seems like yesterday the youth led us in worship and we had a great time together in the fellowship hall as we gathered and enjoyed some food like we will later today. But it's hard to believe we are here in this moment again. A lot has changed in the past year, hasn't it? We created the Bereans, a transitional ministry to help guide, help bridge the gap between the children's ministry and the youth ministry. We started a new church school schedule that allowed our youth and Bereans to learn and experience a wide variety of topics at the church, such as acolyte training, week, monthly mission focus, and a new curriculum that explored the stories found in the Old Testament. And we found ways to incorporate more adult volunteers to help people of all ages get to know each other. And just to throw it out there, we can always use more adult volunteers, so please don't be shy. And needless to say, the past year has brought a level of excitement that has been distant for several years. And today, we are faced with the question, how do we kindle that excitement? How do we keep it going? I believe the First Timothy and Mark passages have something to say about this for all of us, Bereans, youth, and adults. These texts give us ways to keep the excitement going, and each passage addresses a different group. As a Berean or a youth, it's easy to think you are the next generation of this church. In some ways, that is true. But you're not just the future of the church. You are a part of the church today, as First Timothy tells us. Don't let anyone look down upon you because you are young. Yes, you are the future of the church, but it is just as important to know you are a part of this church right now. You have an important role in the church today. And don't let anyone take that away from you. First Timothy continues, instead, set an example for the believers through your speech, behavior, love, and faith. You have the important role of setting an example for the rest of us. And in preparing for this day, I've seen your dedication, your diligence to understand and practice worship at Northside Drive. I've had the privilege to watch you take these sacred traditions and apply your own voice. Like when Ashton decided instead of reading scripture again like he did last year, he wanted to pray. Or when we sat down as a group with Bo to write our litany of invitation and confession, the passion that you all had as we discussed the ways we relate to God in ways we can help others relate to God, even if that means using Star Wars references. You all help us older people Remember, there is not one way to come to worship and to God, but rather, there are multiple ways. And finally, it means you must be willing to learn from these wonderful people in the pews around you. Ask them the same hard questions you ask me and other adult volunteers. Ask them how they wrestle with scripture and how the world was created, like Ava Grace did when we covered creation. So as we move past today, remember the importance of your role. You are charged with setting examples for all of us. You are an important part of this church right now. You matter to me, and you matter to this church. Let your voice and energy be heard in all that you do, on days like today and on every Sunday. 
And that means us older people are charged to hear them as they lead, something the disciples did not do in our Mark passage. People are bringing their children to Jesus and they are turning them away. And we quickly learn this enrages Jesus. It's not surprising we encounter the disciples missing the mark with their actions. This isn't the only instance of the disciples being reprimanded by Jesus. After all, Mark frequently portrays the disciples as clueless throughout his entire book. And in this particular instance, Jesus addresses them saying, Allow the children to come to me. Don't forbid them, because God's kingdom belongs to people like these children. And today, it is easy for us to be the disciples. We can easily live behind the idea that our children are the future and rob them of the opportunity to be a part of the church today. But we must heed Jesus' warning. We must let them come to Jesus by giving our Bereans and youth opportunities to be a part of the church, to let them live in the reality charged to them in 1 Timothy. Opportunities to be worship leader, opportunities to pray and worship, opportunities to serve communion, opportunities to preach, and opportunities to bring their childlike faith and energy to everything they do in this church. And while we give them these opportunities, we must encourage them to encounter Jesus in their own ways, rather than telling them how to do it. Looking back over my time here, I think we are off to a great start. Ava Grace and Mary Frances have recently been worship leaders. Naya has sung solos in worship. The entire Cook family has served communion to the congregation not too long ago. And today, every person sitting up here was given the opportunity to lead us in worship in many different ways, to bring their authentic voice. But our challenge comes after days like today. Don't reserve just one day for these opportunities. Incorporate them consistent, consistently in all facets of worship and in the life of this church. Let us think through ways we can incorporate their leadership in more aspects outside of worship. For if we do that, we will all learn something and encounter God in new and exciting ways. This will kindle the excitement for you and for our youth and our Bereans. And as we close, we take the example of Jesus and we all come together at this table. Young and old, kindergartner to retiree, we remember to proclaim what God made known in the Incarnation. Jesus entered this world as a child, leading us and setting an example in faith and love. His life and ministry is marked by encounters at tables with outcasts, sinners, and religious leaders, showing everyone has a place and anyone is welcome. Regardless of our age, God's table welcomes you to participate, lead, and serve. We come to this table to celebrate all that God is doing in the lives of our Bereans and our youth and in this church. We come reminded of our charges for our youth and Bereans to set examples for the rest of us and for them to be heard by us as they lead. This table helps us keep the excitement going. Amen. It is our tradition that when a word is offered, an opportunity for a response is given. We've heard word from uh, Jeffrey today. Thank you for bringing that. 
a gift of challenge to us and a gift of uh, empowerment to us. Uh, I was just sitting there thinking about the people who invested in my lives when I was the age of these youth and these tweens, these Bereans. Can, can you remember who that is for you? Someone that cared about you, someone who blessed you, who said that I support you. Let us be that for these, and let us be that for one another. As we prepare to approach the table in uh, just a few moments in part of our service, we sing a song, a hymn that prepares our heart, that describes the openness with which we come to the table of confession, in need of grace, in need of God's love, and finding it here in the community of faith in the body of Christ in abundance. And so the song is, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Let's stand together and sing. each time we gather, we bring our celebrations and uh, concerns, and I bring some of those to you this morning. I hope that those who are able can join us for the luncheon that immediately follows the worship service, honoring our youth and Bereans, uh, also honoring Jeffrey Duncurley um, and his plans, as you know, and uh, a wedding shower for uh, Jeffrey and Jade. Uh, we look forward to that luncheon immediately following the worship service in the fellowship hall. Uh, next Sunday is Mother's Day, and uh, the children's ministry is organizing a uh, muffin uh, breakfast for the mothers of our tired parents class during the church school hour. There will be a church and conference session on Thursday, May 24th, and the notice of amendments, proposed amendments to the bylaws is printed out and it's on the table in the narthex for all those who would like a copy to review. Now we come to our prayers, um, our prayers of thanks for our youth and Bereans who have gifted us with their worship leadership, for Jeffrey and Brian Knight who have worked tirelessly uh, with our youth and Bereans uh, to bring us worship this morning. Uh, and for all of those who celebrate the gift of joy and life among us, we give you thanks. Uh, our, our prayers also are with all those who are facing tough times right now. And we lift up by name Jane Jordan. May God be with Jane at this very moment. We continue our worship this morning with the giving of our tithes and offerings by the offertory hymn, If You Love Me, Keep my commandments. Let us worship God.
Let us now read responsibly the Sursum Cordas printed in your order of service. The peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, mighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with all the company of heaven, who forever proclaim the glory of your name, singing... Please be seated. On the night of Jesus' suffering and death, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he said, This cup is my new covenant. In my blood, do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Let us pray. We celebrate the memorial of Christ's redeeming gift, O God, through this meal that speaks of both sacrifice and thanksgiving. Recalling Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection, we celebrate these holy mysteries. Sanctify us and your entire church that we may remain faithful in love and hope as we follow Christ our Lord. And hear us, O God, as we join together in praying the prayer Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. All of God's people are welcome at this table. Take these gifts in remembrance that Christ died and was raised. Therefore, let us come to the table in thanksgiving and hope.
Please stand. Almighty God, we give you thanks for having refreshed us at your table as we have celebrated the presence of Christ. Deepen our faith, increase our love for one another, and send us forth into the world in strength and in peace, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit, and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's been good to be a part of another Youth Sunday and Berean Sunday, and it's good to note that there were no youth hurt or injured in the making of this Youth Sunday, nor adults, as far as I can tell. So, Jeffrey and Brian and others, thanks for uh, your leadership and for our young people's leadership. Many of you know Caitlin Cook-Fur. Her mama is here today, all the way from Virginia, and she knows Caitlin Cook-Fur. Uh, uh, Reverend Chaplain Jenny Cookfer has been the head of chaplains for the VA hospital for years, but is now retired, and she and her husband are moving to Texas eventually. I guess we all go to Texas eventually, I, I guess. But uh, I have known Caitlin since before she was born. In fact, her father, Ray Furr, uh, I licensed to the gospel ministry, our church did, that I was pastoring in Louisiana long ago. I, I buried your great-grandparents and your grandfather and, and others, and uh, so it's been, I've been a part of your life for a long time. And now we're all a part of her life, and this summer, 
She is going to Canada to do both schooling and mission work. She's doing a dual degree in divinity and public health at Candler School of Theology. And so we're blessing her as she goes to this uh, event in Canada, but also then Kenya following in the fall where she'll be uh, working with the persons there. And so I want you to join with me in blessing her. There are going to be several rhythms where I will say, and so, and when I say, and so, we will say, we bless you, Caitlin. And so, we bless you, Caitlin. Caitlin, for your work in our missions ministry team to make sure that the homeless have shelter and the hungry have food, and so, we bless you, Caitlin. Caitlin, for your ministry among our young people and providing leadership from pub theology to the transportation hub theology of Atlanta, Georgia. So, Caitlin, we bless you, especially for your ministry with the Zeta family and help lead our church as we were um, in partnership with the Zetas, welcoming them from Afghanistan and to America. And so, Caitlin, we bless you. As you prepare to go to Canada to work with First Nation people there, and so, Caitlin, we bless you. And then as you go to Kenya to work in the fields of theology and in public health, so, Caitlin, we bless you. And with this go our blessing and our love. And let... Let your husband know that we blessed her. Okay. And you'll want to speak a word of blessing uh, to Caitlin as we prepare to go. Remember, there's a gathering down in Fellowship Hall. I think there's food for everyone. If not, you can have my food. And so it'll be a good time of fellowship. Hear now these words of benediction. May the strength of Christ uplift you, the comfort of the Holy Spirit surround you, and the grace and mercy of God give you hope and give you courage this day and every day as we prepare to go in peace. Amen.